0: Hi, this is Millie and you're listening to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast where you will find the validation and love you have been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word, Consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash parents. I will put all of the info in the show notes. Okay. Okay, so today's podcast is about anger. And I, a lot of you actually express to me That you have anger and you don't know what to do with it. Um, But I took this particular suggestion to do this podcast today from a Patreon member. Which I greatly appreciate your support. Um, I actually posed the question to the Patreon members. um, To give me podcast ideas. That's what I did so i i appreciate you doing that and here i go okay so anger what do you do with anger anger is going to be the very first and possibly the strongest feeling you have right after you figured out that your parent or family member whoever it is is a narcissist it's after you figured out and then learned about narcissism because in learning about narcissism narcissism excuse me you realize that the person not only hurt you but they hurt you on purpose and they will continue to do so if you let them do it okay so now's a good time to remind you that I'm not a licensed therapist so please, if you need a therapist, search for one in your area that specializes in narcissism and childhood trauma. I know that's sometimes a challenge, but you need to know that they're going to help you and they're not going to make you talk to your mom or dad or whatever because that's that's not always the solution to dealing with the narcissist. Okay, so back to anger. Let me explain a little bit about the The inner workings of anger. Anger works a lot like anxiety. Its purpose is to make you take action. It's such a strong feeling because it does not want you to ignore it. You can ignore some feelings. You cannot ignore anger. Okay, especially that um, that. Anger that you know that you are right about it. Righteous indignation. Righteous anger. There's no way you can ignore that. Okay? I know that a lot of you, just like me, have been in a situation, maybe not even related to the narcissist, where your anger is so strong that you feel like you lose control. That you don't have control of your own mind and you just act. You act on the anger And then what happens is, you do something, probably it can get you in trouble, okay? So what we want is to feel the anger without acting on the anger at the moment, because anger can also distort your thinking, just like anxiety, okay? Looking at the world through an anxious brain, and looking at the world through an angry brain, both are going to lead you In the wrong place. Okay? But I do want you to know that you're not alone. That the feeling of anger is absolutely 100% normal. And not only is it normal, it's expected. Okay? You just found out that the people who are supposed to love you the most, if it's a parent, are purposely hurting you. Okay? That's not an easy... pill to swallow in any in any way. So anger is there to make you pay attention and to take action. But what is the action? That's the question. All right. What do you do with the anger? All right. First of all, I'm giving you permission right now to feel angry. The reason I'm doing that is because a lot of you I know, just like me, weren't allowed to feel angry okay we were told to to stop being angry or yelled at raged at right we weren't allowed to feel forget anger anything really but I'm giving you permission to feel angry you're allowed what has happened to you is awful it's infuriating how can someone do this to you how can your own parent do this to you right now, I don't want in 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 this process of me telling you it's okay to be angry to cause you to be angry <laughs> if you're not angry, right? I'm saying if you feel angry, feel angry, and whenever that anger comes up, feel it feeling your feelings okay, and I know that's feel that sounds dumb, huh feeling your feelings well. We weren't allowed to feel our feelings so now we're feeling our feelings for the first time a lot of us are probably going through stages of this is me now of over feeling the feelings maybe because we weren't allowed right with me I feel it all the time I'm watching a TV show or a movie and I get overly emotional and and I think to myself this why am I so emotional what what's happened because I gave myself permission a long time ago to feel my feelings and now I feel my feelings. <laughs> and boy do I feel my feelings. But I don't I don't judge myself on that and I'm not judging you either. Okay? Okay, so what do you do with the anger? You're allowed to be angry. But please don't act on the anger, especially when it first happens. When you first figure it out, when you first learn about narcissism and you start to connect the dots between the parent or whomever the narcissist is and their actions and the things that you thought were okay that are not okay, that they were abusive, and all this anger is just building up inside of you, please don't act on it, okay? You don't act on it, and I'm going to tell you in a second why. use that anger and diffuse the anger in a different way for, at in the beginning you may not be able to do anything to diffuse that anger okay and that's okay feel it sit with the anger it's okay anger does pass because it is such a strong feeling it, it's not a con- constant feeling you can't be angry for months at a time even though you think you are you're not angry. All of the time, anger is not that kind of feeling. Okay, you can be sad consistently, but you can't be angry consistently. Your body just can't do that. So, first sit with the anger. Okay, give yourself permission. Find a way if, if you can think that much, if you can have that much logic, a, a way that you can use that anger for other things. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Listen to your favorite music that's high, you know, high beat, high bass music. Dance it out. You know, if you guys are my generation and you listen to all of that old school freestyle dance music from the clubs, especially if you're from a big city, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) Listen to some Stevie B or, you know, just some dance music. Listen to stuff that you enjoy. If you like heavy metal, that's good too, you know. Let your anger out. But do not act on the anger by going to the narcissist, screaming at them, telling them how much they've hurt you, how dare you do this to me, and or getting any type of revenge, whatever that revenge may be, you know. I mean, anger can... Make you do things that can get you in trouble. Right? I just finished watching. I don't know if you guys watch this. Uh, Dirty John. Um, that guy is is beyond psychopathic. But I just started watching. I just watched the second season. Which is about Betty Broderick. And her, her story is different. Because she was not... As narcissistic, I would say, until he started to mess with her, her husband, her with with her, she ended up killing her ex-husband and his new wife. All right, that's what anger can do. Please don't go to that extreme. Obviously, do not get revenge. Do not hurt the narcissist. Do not do anything that involves the narcissist. Just use the anger and 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 diffuse it. Okay because anger activates your adrenaline just like anxiety does. So it wants you to do something, it wants you to physically get up and punch a wall. Don't do anything destructive to yourself either. Okay? Please don't. Like I said before, go for a walk. Get a soft object like the roll inside of wrapping paper and start, you know, start hitting the couch with it. Okay, and please don't take your anger out on the wrong person. If you need to isolate yourself for a little bit, do that. Do, and I don't mean isolate yourself, like don't ever, talk, just for a time being, because you don't want to take it out on the wrong person. You don't want to start screaming, start a fight with your partner because you're angry at your parents or your child or your coworkers. You need to find a healthier way to express the anger. Okay. Now, what are you going to use your anger to do? Okay. And this is the key to this podcast. You're going to use the anger to fuel you away from the narcissist. I was lucky enough that my anger, that's what my anger said to me. Okay. My anger was not. Revenge, my anger was, I can't do this anymore. That's what my anger said. Okay? So that's what I hope your anger eventually tells you to do. It tells you, stay away from this toxic person who hurts me on purpose. Who doesn't stop hurting me no matter what I say. You know, this anger... um influences you to go get a book on narcissistic mothers. I'm going to recommend a book here and and a lot of you may already have it. It's called, will I ever be good enough by Dr. Catherine McBride, Karen McBride, sorry, with a K K A R Y N. That is what, um, it's, it's a woman and it's, it's, I would say it's geared a little bit more towards women, but you just, you know, it, it, it's the same. You know, whether you're a woman or a man. Um, I call it the Narcissist's Daughter Bible. Because that book, she is a a psychologist. And so she, and she is the daughter of a narcissistic mother, so... Now, I don't agree with everything she says, but in general, it's a really good book. And I suggest that um, you get that. And I will put that in the show notes, too, if I remember. (laughs) Sorry if I don't. Um, You can get it on on the Kindle, on Amazon, whatever. Okay, so you're going to use your anger to fuel your distancing from the narcissist if you already haven't done so. Okay, and I'm going to tell you my story. Now, uh, I've told this story before, but it's going to sound a little bit different. The consensus in my family is that I stopped talking to my mother because I found out about my brothers. Three brothers I didn't know I had. That is not the case. I actually did distance myself from her at that point. But the real reason I went no contact was we had a hurricane in 2017, Hurricane Irma. Any of you from the South know this. From the South of the United States know this. Um, and I decided that I was going to take my, my own decisions based on what I thought was best for my family on how I was going to deal with this hurricane. And where I lived, I lived close to the water, So, there's a high chance of flooding. So, I said, well, I'm not going to stay in my house. And my parents live 15 minutes away and they're in the same zone. High chance of flooding. So, when we heard that they were probably going to make us evacuate, I decided I was going to evacuate. Me and my husband, my two cats, and my daughter... Okay, we evacuated. I'm not going to get into the details, um, but we evacuated. Now, that is not what made me go into contact. That doesn't even make sense. That'll make sense later, okay? What made me go into contact was the fact that my mother, she she acted very passive-aggressive during this period of time. And I will tell you those things because they might be helpful to you. I I would call and say, what are you guys doing during the hurricane? Well, we're going to New York. I said, okay, you can try. But as someone who's already tried to get tickets, even a hotel room in Georgia or South Carolina, I'm telling you right now, it's impossible. You will not get a, a ticket to New York. The tickets to to New York were $1,000 each way. So she was being passive-aggressive. I know that she had not searched for a ticket. Um, And then she said, "Well, well, we'll figure it out. We'll go to a neighbor's or something. That was her way of telling me, I don't approve of what you're doing, of taking charge of your family. Okay, you should be here. That's what she was trying to tell me. And I understood it, but I knew that I wasn't going to go and lock myself in a house with a woman who lied to me for 42 years about having three brothers. I couldn't do it. That was going to be a disaster. So what ended up happening was that we were unfortunate enough that the power line near us went down and... Well, to make a long story short, me and my husband, our house, we had no electricity for 10 days. So I called my parents three days after the hurricane, I think it was. Um, I had been calling them. It wasn't that that was the first time I called. I had been calling them, but my mother did her um, telling my dad to tell me she was in the shower, the whole thing. You know, the stonewalling thing. So I... You know, I call this one day and my dad picks up and she's in the shower. (laughs) She's not in the shower, but that's what he told me. And I said, oh, do you guys have power yet? And he goes, yeah, we got power last night. So this was the next day in the afternoon. That means that they had not told me that they had power on purpose. It was a hundred degrees or more inside the house, inside our house. It was so bad that we spent the night at a friend's house on the floor because he didn't have a bed in this room because he had electricity. He had air conditioning. The next day, we after being at his house, we came home and realized my husband was feeling sick from the heat. I said, let's just get in my car, turn the air on, and let's drive around. And we were able to find the last room in a Holiday Inn. And that is when the anger kicked in for me. When I realized that my mother was punishing me by not telling me that they had power. Now, I will grant you this. I wasn't going to go to their house no matter what. But she did me a favor because the action I was going to take wasn't going to change. But boy, did my opinion change. You know? She pushed me into no contact by doing that. When I realized she was punishing me, I couldn't hold it in. I was a basket case. I was in a hotel. My husband was going to work every day. He worked even on the weekends because at his job, he had to help with the hurricane cleanup stuff. I was so angry that my anger was turning into anxiety and panic attacks. So bad that I had to call my doctor and he, they prescribed a medication for me. Because I I couldn't I would sleep and then wake up in a panic. Okay. But that made me go no contact for good. And that's where I was going with this. I was no contact after that that instant, that moment that she said that, that they that my dad said, We've had power since last night and I realized what was going on. I went no contact for good. And that's what I want your anger to do for you. I don't want you to get even. I want you to stay away. Okay? And you're not staying away to punish them. You're staying away to protect yourself. I say this over and over and over and I don't know if it's sinking in and I hope it is that the reason to go no contact is to protect yourself. Not. It's not to get even with them. They don't care if you're no contact. They use the stonewalling. Why would they care if you didn't talk to them? They don't. They don't know how to love. So just keep that in mind. Make that anger. Turn that anger into something that helps you in the end. Okay? I remember thinking right in the beginning of when I went no contact. That it wasn't really happening what I mean by that is, is this the last time that I'm going to see my parents? I mean, the last time was a few days before that. Is that the last time I saw my parents? There's a story that goes along with this, but I don't have enough time to tell it today. But I, I couldn't, in my head, I couldn't believe that that was a possibility. But it, it really was. that I. That's when I went no contact. And it's been almost four years and I'm still no contact. And it feels... Sometimes it feels like it's much longer and sometimes it feels like it was yesterday that I went no contact. It depends on the situation. Okay, so one more thing and then I'm going to end... The anger and the level of anger will slowly go away and get less. But you're going to have those triggers and those memories because you have CPTSD. And you're going to feel angry again. But because it's a memory, you can tell yourself, I already felt that anger. I'm, I don't need to feel that anger now. I don't need to do anything about that anger now. Because I already felt that anger. Okay? So that's what I want you to do. Okay? And, and, and when you have those anger feelings, when they come up later, you need to think of it this way. How lucky am I that... I am no longer in that situation or how lucky am I that I have been able to distance myself from that situation alright guys I've been talking long enough I hope that this helps you to deal with your anger I know that you're probably disappointed that I didn't have some sort of action plan for you to do to not feel angry there's nothing I can do. Anger is anger. It's going to come. You, you have your you're right to feel angry. So why would I give you a formula to not feel angry? The, ang- the anger will subside. And what will take its place is probably going to be my next podcast. Which is guilt and sadness. And those are more difficult. Okay, because when you have anger, you feel energized. You feel righteous. When you're guilty and, and feeling depressed, that's different. That's a whole other monster. So I hope that you are doing well. I hope that most of you are at least in the anger phase, but not the beginning of it where it's so bad. And I hope that you can learn to channel your anger in the right way and not do what you want to do, which is go to the narcissist's house and punch him in the face because I know that's what you want to do. (laughs) I know it is. All right, guys. I love you so much. And until next time.